Hello and welcome to My Thoughts on the World. My name is Jason. I'm your host, and this is episode two. We're going to talk about the Christian right, or as I like to call them, the Christian wrong. So stay tuned. So, how many Bible-believing Christians are there out there? I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Because uh, it seems to me that uh, nowadays they're, they seem to be everywhere. They're in every uh, aspect of our lives. You know what I mean? Uh, if it ain't the evangelicals, it's the Catholics. If not the Catholics, it's the Episcopalians. You know, um, I, I have to ask, what is their agenda? What, what, what do they want? Okay, now, on Wikipedia here, it says, uh, it talks about the Christian right, <clears throat> excuse me, and the Christian right is a term used predominantly in the United States of America. It's not used anywhere else, okay? It's to describe the right-wing Christian political groups, which are characterized by their strong support of social conservative policies in the U.S., now, the Christian right is an informal coalition of numerous groups, chiefly, just like I said, evangelicals and the Roman Catholic Church. Now, it's the strongest in the South. The North, you probably got more Catholics. South, you have a lot of Baptists and evangelicals. Now, it's the strongest in the South where it compromises the core of the Republican, or comprises, I'm sorry, comprises the core of the Republican Party. Now, besides conservative positions on domestic issues such as pro-life, now, before we get into this any further, now, I just want to let people know that people are pro-choice and pro-life. It is for or against abortion that you're, that you're uh, standing on. Not everybody's pro-choice. Everybody should have the right to choose what they want to do. Everybody's pro-life. You know, it's for or against abortion. And that's what they don't get. And, of course, opposing homosexual marriage. Now, homosexuals, the way I see it, according to science, which there is overwhelming evidence to back it, that homosexuality is something that a person is born with. It's not, I mean, some people are, are forced to be homosexual under certain circumstances if you're in prison or something like that. But for the most part, it's something that's acquired at birth. And of course, the Christian rights out there saying, you know, well, they're homos, they're against God. Because it says in the Bible, here we go, they always quote the Old Testament. A man shall not lie with another man. Okay. Well, you want to talk about that, let's talk about scandals. Like, let's say, Ted Haggard. Hmm? What about Ted Haggard? Ted Haggard was uh, a homosexual. Of course, his wife, oh man, his wife is just so hot. I don't know why 
he even decided to uh, to go that route. But uh, now he was pastor of the New Life Church in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Okay, and also the president of the National Association of Evangelicals. Okay, now he held that position from 2003 to 2006. So basically, this was during the Bush era. And he also had weekly meetings with the president. Okay, occasional access, I would say. Now, in 2006, it said that he was visiting a male prostitute. And that male prostitute also provided him with methamphetamine. Now, of course, Haggard denied it, said he was there for a massage. Now, what's wrong with that? Whether it be a man or a woman, everybody loves a good massage. I mean, I know I do. I love it, but of course, I'd rather have the massage from a lady, but some people prefer it from a man. It doesn't matter who you are. You could be the president. If the president wants to go and have a massage with a naked woman and have her tits rubbing up against his back, you know, and putting her, his, uh, her finger in his ass, hey, that's their thing. You know what I mean? That's their thing. If that's what makes him run this country better, to let off a little steam every now and then, then that's what he needs to do. Now, finally in 2009, he admitted a uh, second homosexual relationship with a male church member. Okay, I'm sure it was with New Life Church. But uh, when he was asked uh, directly, you know, about other possible homosexual relationships, um, he said, well, no, he refused to comment. Now, um, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, okay, throw him off the, the, uh, the, the, the seat of being pastor. Okay? Throw him off, the, throw him off there. Okay? If, if that's what they didn't want, then, you know, that's fine. But how in the fuck are you going to shun somebody Okay, completely turn your back on him when Jesus says to forgive. They didn't forgive. They wanted to forget him. They wanted to turn their backs on him and say, get the fuck out of here. In fact, get the fuck out of Colorado. Okay, they banned him. And how they did this is, I have no fucking clue how they did this, but they banned him from the state of Colorado for one year. I mean, the man was completely destroyed. He, I mean, they did a documentary about him. I watched it. I mean, I kind of felt sorry for the guy. I felt more sorry for his wife. But I felt sorry for the guy because the guy couldn't get a job because everybody knew who he was. And I'm sure that all the evangelicals told their friends and told their friends. And I'm sure they had friends who were influential in certain kinds of businesses that maybe he could have wanted to get into. And they refused to hire him. This is what a Christian does. A Christian can preach love and forgiveness. But when you do something wrong, instead of forgiving you and loving you, he turns his back on you and blackballs you. That's what a Christian does. There are also a bunch of lying crooks. Like take uh, Jim and Tammy Baker. Okay, this is between 1986 and 1981. You know, uh, Jimmy Swaggard, who we'll get into next, he began an on-screen attack against his fellow televangelists Marvin Gorman and Jim Baker. Okay? Now, he exposed Baker's infidelity. Oh, my goodness. He was, he was 
fucking a lady. Hey, did you ever see Tammy Baker? Yeah. All right. Now, um, you know, it's okay. So he's had an out-of-state trip, and, uh, you know, a colleague arranged it. So what? So what? You know? But the thing is, it, it uh, what comes around goes around. Because he exposed a, a, a televangelist named Marvin Gorman. He had an affair with a member of his con- congregation. But Gorman retaliated. Okay, he hired a private investigator. And they uncovered Swaggart's own adulterous indiscretions with a prostitute. Which he sat there in front of his congregation. Which they didn't fire him, by the way. Of course, because... He was fucking a female. He wasn't fucking a male. Now, if he was fucking a male, maybe they might have shunned him, too, just like they did Ted Haggard. But I'll tell you one thing, Ted. If you're listening to this, or if you have any friends, friends of Ted that are listening to this, you tell Ted to contact me. Okay? I, I am not a Christian, but I am willing to help him because I know what it's like. Okay? I know what it's like, and I'll be there to help him. I'm not going to shun him like the Christians that he trusted before. All right? Theory at gmail.com. S-O-L-I-S-T-H-E-O-R-Y at gmail.com. Email me and you let me know. I want to talk to Ted. Now, going back to Gorman. He had a... a, a he was accused of infidelity, of course. You know, he had an affair. And that's fine. Then, of course, came the uh, swaggered affair. And he said he has sinned. I have sinned in front of God. I have sinned in front of you. And he's sitting there crying. He's got the tears. They're such great actors. They should, they should have been movie actors because that's what they are. Con men. Okay? So what does the church do? The church forgives him. Okay, church forgives him. Great, wonderful, fine. He says he'll never do it again. <laughs> he was caught again three years later with another prostitute. A Mexican prostitute who was riding with him in his car when he was stopped for driving on the wrong side of the road. What was she doing? Probably slobbing his knob is probably what she was doing. And he, and he probably put his head back and didn't know where the fuck he was going. Now, when they asked her why she was with Swaggered, she replied, he asked me for sex. I mean, that's why he stopped me. That's what I do. I'm a prostitute. <laughs> Oh, God, I love it when things like this come out like that. Okay, Peter Popoff. Come on with another one. Peter Popoff. Oh, he is one of the worst, I would say. But he's a self-proclaimed prophet and faith healer. And if he's such a faith healer, you know, why isn't he at a hospital curing everybody of their illnesses and ailments, whether they're atheists or, or Christians? If he has such a gift to heal people, Oh, I know why. Because they're not giving him any money. And in order to be healed, you have to give him money. You don't give him money, you're not going to get healed. That's the way it was. But of course, they found out that uh, that he was a, a, a scam artist. Uh, a magician named uh, James Randy and Stephen Shaw, they debunked him. They found a certain frequency that he was using. He had an earpiece in his ear. And he was given 
the names and the ail and the illnesses of these people by his wife in the back. Okay? But he claimed that he was getting it from supernatural sources. But after that happened, after they found out he was a fraud, his ministry went bankrupt. But you know what? It's back. It's back. Now he's he's sending out you know, blessed water and blessed manna bread. You're going to eat a piece of bread that someone sent to you? on a, I mean, has anybody ever drank out of, out of the, uh, the water that people bless themselves at the Catholic Church? No. Don't tell me how much fucking shit and disease is in there. You know, pe- people put their hands in there. Don't tell me where their hands have been. You know? <sighs> okay, Robert Tilton, back in 91. And I know everyone's seen this guy on YouTube. Because he's like almost a celebrity on YouTube with uh, his uh, little farting preacher thing. And whoever does those things, oh man, funniest thing ever, guys or gals, keep it up. My goodness. Now, he had a television program called Success in Life. And at its peak, he had, he was, it was aired on all 235 American TV markets. Now, Diane Sawyer of ABC News conducted an investigation. And he found out that Tilton was also a fraud. They launched an investigation, okay, on ABC News Primetime Live on November 21st of 1991, and they found out that Tilton's ministry threw away prayer requests without reading them, keeping only the money and the valuables that were sent to them by their faithful viewers, you know, the ones who thought they were being helped. Uh, now his ministry was at an estimated 80 million dollars what the fuck do you need 80 million dollars for if you're doing God's work what I'd like to know is what do you need with what does God need with money can God just fix um, everything without money does God really need it Whatever happened to those guys that, that, that look at their their church uh, congregations and, and, and because uh, you know the one person is having some financial problems and he puts his hand on his shoulder and he says, the f- one thing he always says is, don't worry, son, God will provide. But yet there's some people or some churches out there who were going bankrupt instead of waiting for God to provide, they went to the government to get bailed out. Hmm. Sometimes they don't practice what they preach. But anyway, Tilton tried to sue ABC News. And uh, that didn't work. You see, he he, um, didn't care about his followers. The only thing he cared about was the money. Now, one of Tilton's former prayer hotline operators claimed that the ministry cared little for desperate followers who called for prayer. These guys don't give a shit, people. They really don't. Now, Tilton had a computer installed in July of 1989 to make sure that the phone operators were off the line in seven minutes. Seven minutes. Layla is seven minutes long. So you only have, to the beginning of Layla and the end of Layla, to cry and talk about your life story and ask for prayer. 
Uh, but, uh, like I say, he tried to sue ABC. It didn't work. The case was dismissed. And he was off the air in 93. But i tell you one thing. He's back on. He's back on. And uh, there's another guy named W.V. Grant. Okay, he had a ministry from 96 to 2003. Now, he was also investigated by James Randi, who uh, you know investigated Peter Popoff. And um, he was imprisoned for tax evasion. I, first of all, I thought that, that uh, churches didn't pay taxes. But he must have been doing something else on the side. Now, he started his ministry again. Upon release from prison, I guess he did go to prison. And um, <clears throat> TV news, the TV news investigated them again. His revival meetings, and they concluded that his healing claims were bogus. They didn't work. Now, a 2010 program on British Channel Four, a, a British station, concluded that Grant's claims claimed supernatural abilities, fake fake okay the guy's an idiot they're all idiots as far as I'm concerned they all can go to hell in a handbasket if there is a hell but who knows but we got Bob Moorhead we got Roy Clemens we got John Polk we got Paul Crouch maybe it should be Paul Crouch now Paul Crouch is the founder and president of Trinity Broadcasting Network TBN one of the largest evangelical Christian television networks okay as well as a former host of the TBN's flagship variety show, Praise the Lord. Now, in September 2004, the Los Angeles Times published a series of articles raising questions about this fundraising practices and its financial transparencies at TBN, as well as the allegations of a former ministry employee. Here we go. The guy's name was Enoch Lonnie Ford. They said that he had a homosexual affair with Crouch during the 1990s. Now, TBN denied the allegations. Of course they're going to deny it. You know, they claim that Ford, Ford was just a part of an extortion scheme. And of course, they said that the Times were a left-wing, anti-Christian newspaper. Of course, ooh, very original, guys. Very original. You know, you know, I never, I never would have thought of that one. Ooh, man, you guys are on the ball, or most of these guys are on somebody's balls. Now you got Douglas Goodman. He had an affair, uh, a scandal in two thousand four. Kent Hovind, Hovind, I guess. Paul Barnes, Lonnie Latham, Gilbert Daya, Richard Roberts, Earl Polk, and these people represent. The, the Christian movement, ladies and gentlemen. Thomas Weasley Weeks III, Michael Reed, Joe Barron, Todd Bentley, George Allen Wreckers, of course, Marcus Lamb, Vaughn Reeves, Stephen Green. Now, Stephen Green's kind of a kind of a, a, a interesting one because he was a former chairman of the conservative family campaign who attends the Assemblies of God Church and he's the head of the Christian voice okay so now when people say oh well you can't you know judge the whole Christian uh, community on just one person well here you go he was the head of the Christian voice 
Okay? It's a conservative Christian pressure pressure group in the UK. All right? In January 2011, you know, his former wife, Caroline Green, oh, he's divorced. His former wife. Man. It just keeps getting better and better for me. Worse and worse for these guys, but better better for me. It says uh, that he physically assaulted her and, her, and, and his kids. Okay? <laughs> he, it, it says one incident, she, he, he beat her with a weapon until she bled. And another in which his son allergy, uh, allegedly required hospital treatment after being beaten with a piece of wood. What is wrong with these guys? <laughs> it must be God telling them to do it. It must be God telling them to do it. You know? Or maybe they could just say, the devil made me do it. You know? Why not? Um, there's, there's another one. Um... Her name is, and I know a lot of people are going to hate me for this one, but her name is Joyce Meyer. Now, she was born Pauline Joyce Hutchinson. I guess Meyer must be her married name. She's got four grown children, and she lives outside of St. Louis, Missouri. She's a graduate of O'Fallon Technical High School in St. Louis, and she married a part-time car salesman shortly after her senior year of high school. Wow. She was born in 43, by the way. And uh, she, she, uh, f- the marriage only lasted five years. Now she maintains that he frequently cheated on her and persuaded her to steal payroll checks from her employer, employer, and they used the money to go on vacation to California. Now she claims to have returned the money years later after her divorce. And Meyer frequently frequented local bars before meeting Dave Meyer, an engineering draftsman, and they were married on January seventh. 1967. Praise the Lord, ladies and gentlemen. The lady went from being a divorced drunk to one of the biggest evangelical TV evangelists in the world. Of course, you know, all the donations that you're giving her are just supporting her lavish lifestyle. You know, while you're... Well, to put it this way, they get the gold mine and you're getting the shaft. Because while you're driving around in an old clunker, she's driving around in a limousine. While you're flying coach or flying peasant, she's flying in her private Gulfstream jet. Think about that. Think about that when you put your money in that donation box and ask yourself a question. What does God need with money? It's not God who needs the money. God can do anything without money. It's the people who are running that church that need the money. And it's tax-free money. Remember, you're paying taxes, they're not. Remember that. Every cent. And they can say, oh, well, it's going to go to help the children. Well, if you believe that shit line, then you deserve to get... uh, um, you deserve to get duped, okay? They don't do it for the children. Do you actually think if you went up to Joyce Myers' private jet and say, "Hey, Ms., uh, Pastor Myers, um, I need to get to uh, to New York, New Jersey," and, I, and you're you're going there anyway, you mind if I hitch a ride with you? You know what she's gonna do? She's gonna smirk at you, 
turn around and shut the door to the jet and tell you to move on. Guaranteed. Because the, the church is a big scam. They are there to make money. That's the bottom line. They are a business. Christianity and religion are nothing but a business. And how they fund that business is by you. Now, there's a separation of church and state, but I don't know why the government is letting these people not pay taxes. They should be paying taxes. What makes them so special from the rest of us? If we got to pay, they got to pay. I mean, the government's already gone to a downgrade. I think the church needs to start paying some fucking taxes. You know, where are they going to get the money? Believe me, they got the money. Creflo Dollar has got a shitload of money from you. And he says he's using it to do God's work. No, he ain't using it to do God's work. He's using it because he needs that multi-million dollar mansion, that million dollar car, and that multi-million dollar jet that you're funding. You know, that's what he needs it for. Not to do God's work. What they should have done... You know, if, if God were to come down right now, he, he would probably be just pissed off. Completely pissed off with these people. That's not the way that God would have wanted it. Whatever happened to actually doing some work, some good work for the, for the people and not asking for money in return and, and saying that God will provide for me? What happened to that? No. <laughs> no, God won't provide for us. My followers will provide for me because I am God to those people. Okay? Now you got different religions. You've got Lutherans. You've got Catholics. Catholics are fucking little boys. What is it with these priests? Fucking little boys. You know, whatever happened to not having gay people in this fucking place? I don't, I, you know, it just, it just boggles my mind about what, why these people do this shit. They say that it's a sin to do it, but they go right around and do it. It's, no, I got, I got an interesting story for you. Um, I knew this guy from uh, Corpus Christi, Texas. And um, I, I used to be in a band, and he he was the drummer. His name was Paul Pollock. And I'm I Google Paul Pollock, you know, uh, Paul, P-A-W-L-A-K. Uh, I put Corpus Christi in front of that, and you're going you're to see this. This guy was, he kind of looks like Gene Wilder, but uh, I don't want to insult Gene Wilder. He was claiming to be a, an evangelical Christian. I mean, he was a good drummer, but he was a shitty singer. I couldn't play, couldn't sing for shit. But we, we uh, through the uh, over the years, I got disassociated from him because he wanted to play uh, Christian music. I didn't want to play Christian music because I'm not a Christian. And so I, we, we both went our separate ways. And he had a, a business... He was doing uh, graphic design out of his home, and it was quite a successful business. And uh, you know, he had a new, nice car and a nice house he was buying, and he, things were going well for him. And, and I wasn't jealous. I mean, the guy, hey, you know, I wasn't saying that you know God provided for him, not for me. No, that's not what I was saying. 
know, the, the, the guy is a successful guy. You know, he went to, to graphic design school and, and uh, got his degree, and, and now he's doing graphic arts, which is wonderful. What power to him? But what goes around comes around, and I'll tell you why. You know, every time I, I'd go on the internet and I'd, I'd look look him up, and he had a you know his little business on 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 a website, and I decided, hey, you know what, I'm going to take a look at it and see how he's doing, and he was doing really great. Until one one day I I googled him and uh, uh, his website's gone. I'm thinking, well, maybe it's just under repair or something, but it's on. He, I, I I decided to click on the images, and there he is, which looks like he's got a flak jacket on and nothing else. And I'm thinking, ah, that looks like a fucking mugshot. What's going on? Well, it turns out that he became a youth pastor at this church. I don't know if it was Cathedral of the Palms or it was one of the churches in Corpus that he, many of the truthy churches that he frequented. And um, he was getting, of course, little boys. Why could you guys go after girls? You know, like, you know, I, I have I have two kids, you know, and, and I have to worry more about my son than my daughter. <laughs> Does that make any fucking sense? Back in the day, it used to be, well, I got to protect my daughter from these monsters. Now I got to protect my son from these monsters because no telling, you know, oh, just, I guess, you know, just a sign of the times, I guess. But it turns out that he was having these kids um, mow his yard. And after he would, uh, they would finish, he'd, he'd let them come in for a drink because, uh, you know, it was probably hot. And, and, and he spiked a drink with something and. These kids would pass out, and then he'd wake up, and this guy would be fucking them or sucking their cock or something. And this had been going on for God knows how long. And uh, finally, somebody came out. A, little, a kid came out and said this this was happening. And then all the kids came out. Well, it ended up that uh, he was found guilty on, on seven counts, you know, child, child sexual assault and child pornography and all this other stuff. And he was sentenced to 55 years. Now, he should have gotten more because each count that uh, sexual assault had a, uh, was up to, uh, had a, uh, a sentence of up to 20 years. But the judge, which I don't, don't want to understand, has decided to stack the counts and gave him 55 years total. Now, they found a whole... They found CDs with thousands of pictures of child porn. And... No, he was. I never. I know. I know. Now, me and my my bandmate, we 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 had our suspicions that he was gay. I mean, he had a smoking hot girlfriend, you know. And you know, we we always thought, well, maybe he's you know bisexual. Whatever. No, the guy's a full flamboyant fag. That's what he is, you know. And no disrespect to the to the gays, but this this guy makes you look this the gays look bad. He really does. Plus, he makes the. Uh, the Christians look bad. And yes, I am judging the Christians on these few people. Because most of these people were leaders. Church leaders. They, that, that you trust. And it turns out all they're doing is bending you over and fucking you right in the ass. That's what they're doing. They're bending you over and fucking you right up the ass. You know? I mean, whatever happened to, you know, we, uh, let, let's follow the rules of the Bible. Well, first of all, don't get me started on the Bible, because they seem to pick and choose what they want. You know, it says that you can sell your daughter into slavery, but they don't look at that. 
They don't look at that. They, the only thing they look at in the Old Testament is the Ten Commandments and, you know, homosexuality. Now, if you look carefully in the Bible, Jesus never once in the New Testament talked about homosexuality. I guess it really wasn't an important issue to him. Never once did he talk about it. But that's all these Christians talk about. Abortion. Abortion's murder. So what do they do? They murder the abortionists. Well, what makes them any better? You know, what makes them any better than the abortionists? The abortionists are killing babies, and they're killing the abortionists. They're murderers just like them. And to say that God told them? I think it's Bellevue for you, buddy. You know, God's not going to tell you to kill. I don't care what anybody says. God is not going to tell you to kill. Whatever happened to, to God is love and all this other crap that these Christians are spewing out? You know? And uh, well, whatever happened to, to people having the right to do whatever they want to do? You know? What you want? The Christian right wants to put cameras in my house to make sure I'm doing moral things? Fuck them. Fuck them. They are, they're not going to invade my privacy. You know, if a man wants to go in the privacy of his own home and stick a hamster up his ass, and if that's what makes him feel good, hey, dude, put two hamsters up your ass. Make it make it good. You know, if he wants to stick his, uh, a hamster up his friend's ass, so what? As long as he's got permission from, the, from his friend. But whatever a person does in the privacy of their own home, and they're not hurting anybody, that should be their business, and not for the Christian right to judge them. That's the problem. The Christian right judges everybody. And when they should be judging themselves, you know, they should be sitting there and, and, and asking for forgiveness from everybody, for scamming them, for taking their money, for stealing their money. You know, they're just like the IRS. They take your money. It's an or- this is an organization that should not even exist. Okay? Religion is so ancient. We're better than that. We have science now. You know, we can prove evolution not that the world was created in six days which it cannot be proven you know the bible is i've read the bible cover to cover and it has a lot of great stories and these stories are allegories these stories talk about redemption they talk they're stories that they're moral homilies as uh as uh, one guy put it they're moral homilies it, it's basically saying, hey, you know, this is a story of, of this certain type of uh, instance. Learn from this. You know, the story of Noah. That wasn't true. When would a flood ever cover the earth? Now, I knew a guy who had a PhD in geology. Okay, an old guy. Oh, Michael Shermer was the guy that said that. The moral homilies. But this guy had a, 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 a PhD in geology. And... He, <laughs> he, he claims that the Grand Canyon, okay, the Grand Canyon was carved out by none other than Noah's Flood. Now, does anybody have any fucking clue what the Grand Canyon is made out of? The Grand Canyon is made out of granite and other hard stones, limestone. It is hard. There is no way... That 40 days and 40 nights of rain and flood are going to carve out this gigantic canyon. 
This guy believes it. Talk about being brainwashed. I mean, brainwashed. I, I just, it boggles my mind. It really does. You know, these people can't get out of the ancient times. You know? And of course, you know, when, when, when someone says, you know, the thing about homosexuality in the Old Testament, and you try to confront them and say, well, it says that you, you can sell your daughter into slavery, and it says you can kill your son if he disobeys you. Well, well, that's just the Old Testament stuff. We don't go by that no more. Well, if that's the Old Testament stuff and you don't go by it anymore, then maybe you shouldn't go by the the, um, the Ten Commandments. Maybe you shouldn't go uh, uh, by with uh, homosexuality. Because you look at the New Testament, it says nothing about homosexuality. You know, it says nothing about it. So, all you evangelical assholes out there, fuck you. All right? Fuck you. Start doing some good for once. You know, and stop sitting there and judging people and, and, and uh, look at yourself. You know, you're living in glass houses, people. All right. Why don't you fix yourself before you decide to, to fix somebody else? Fix your own problems before you start spouting off someone else's. And quit asking for money. Have God provide for you. Christ. That's the problem. You know, it's just, you know, too, too many people who think that uh, they're holier than thou. And they're not. They're just a bunch of con men. And remember that, folks. Con men. All right? Now, our next show is going to be about music. Um, we have some... You know, I have a certain taste in music. I, I love the uh, big band, 1940s, 50s, 60s. 70s, 80s, 90s, I, I love them all. But, you know, there's there's certain things about music, uh, rap music for once. I, I don't like rap music. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm not going to be all negative in the next show. I'm going to be positive, too. So our next show is going to be about music. And um, stay tuned for that. And I hope to see you guys so we can, uh, so I can get your thoughts. And remember... Uh, we have uh, an email address. It's Solis Theory, S-O-L-I-S-T-H-E-O-R-Y, at gmail.com. Email me your comments, uh, whether in text form or MP3 form. I'll put it on the show. On, and make sure you tell me what episode it is. That way I can, uh, I, can, I can create an episode just for that. And we'll get them on the air. And, you know, you could be a part of this program. And um, I want to thank you all for listening. It's it's just just wonderful to 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 talk to everybody, or have everybody listen and to my thoughts and how I feel, and and also you know send me some comments you know if you don't want them on the air we'll put them in the air but just send me some comments on, how, on what you think and and you know we'll we'll have a good time sit around the coffee table drink coffee you know what I mean maybe we'll get one of those coffee tables that turns into coffee tables <laughs> all right well until next time my friends we'll see you next time on. My thoughts on the world.